0: This is Movie Zaggots. We take your favorite actors' movies and match them against each other in a head-to-head tournament to discover the best movie. And now, your hosts, Chris Zimmerman and Marcus Murray. What is going on, you Zags? Welcome back for yet another fantastic, super fun, not pretentious episode of Movie Zaggots with me, Marcus Murray, and my lovely co-host, Christopher Zimmerman.
1: Hello. How are you?
0: Oh, hello. I'm doing great. <laughs> doing great. I love zaggin, dude. You know I love zaggin. I love zaggin movies, and I love zaggin them hard.
1: Hard. <laughs> I, I still think back to the first episode we did of Magnificent Seven, and I... Don't even remember what it was. Maybe Vant <laughs> Man versus Nature. Yeah. I know that was on there. And then we're like, hey, let's start this show. And we did an hour and a half first episode of Jesus with the top Johnny Depp. 32 yeah. Johnny Depp movies.
0: Good God.
1: That was insane.
0: <laughs> I remember listening, to so I'm like, dude, that is way too long. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> but yeah. we have uh we've we've completed that phase of horribleness, and now we're down to about thirty minutes an episode.
0: I mean, last week was what, like forty-five? So ah, eh, yeah. even it was funny last week. I'm like ah, eh, twenty fifteen, eh. And then yeah, we ended up talking a lot about stuff. Uh, we did dovetail into our Oscars from a few weeks ago. So yes, yes, but, but that
1: that was really hard not to. Yeah, it was right, so fresh.
0: Right, we we love movies. Uh, um, <laughs> but twenty sixteen. We're here. We, we, we are deep. We are deep in our retrospective of the decade that was 2016 through 2019. Chris and I are taking the, our top 16 films of the year You know, based on our rankings, our personal rankings, and then given to our contributors so they could seat them in a March Madness style bracket system. Chris and I will talk, debate, discuss until we ultimately decide what the best movie of 2016 is. And that's how Movie Zaggits works. So hopefully you're new and you're enjoying the show. I hope. Oh, God, I'm ruining it, aren't I, Chris? Save me. Do something funny.
1: You are. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> the way you were looking at last week when you're like, yeah, 2015 is the way I'm looking at 2016. But that's how I first was. And then I started putting the bracket so you could see it. I'm like, ooh, 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 no, 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 ooh. <laughs> so, now I'm really, I'm stoked because I think this is going to be a good one. Uh, there's there's a few that don't deserve to be on here at all, and a few that I don't understand how they're this high.
0: There, uh, there's a few I'm looking at, I'm like, really? That's number one? Uh, yes, I'm saying that. I mean, we can, we can get right into it, Chris. Let, let's start this episode. The battle begins! Number one, top left corner of the bracket. Number one, Captain America Civil War versus number 16, The Lobster with Colin Farrell. Chris, I I guess I have to say this every episode now because there's always Marvel movies. I love my Marvel movies. I love my MCU. Uh, Civil War is the number one scene. Why? But why? Why? (laughs) Why?
1: Okay, if it's just the airport scene, I maybe yeah. I get it. Because that's the only good part in this whole movie.
0: I don't know about the only good part, but it's definitely the it's best part. It's the only part. good it's part in this part. whole movie. Spider-Man. Do you smell that?
1: Do you smell that? An upset? I'm smelling an upset.
0: smelling <laughs> the upset of upsets? But why? Let me just entertain. Let's entertain the lobster. Upsetting Captain America, very quirky. I had a lot of people walk out of this movie, Chris. They didn't get it. They didn't get it. You know, I feel like I feel feel like Jonah Hill forgetting Sarah Marshall. Did you listen to my demo? Did you get it? Did you get it? (laughs) 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 A lot of people didn't get it. They're like, oh, they're killing animals in this. I'm like, oh god.
1: And then now everybody looks at Yorgos Lanthimos and is like, he's a major major influence (laughs) on me now. I feel terrible. (laughs) Terrible.
0: Talk about The Lobster for those of our listeners who haven't seen it. I'm sure there are a few.
1: So The Lobster is uh, one of the weirdest movies I've seen in the past few years. But then again, it's probably one of the smartest, well-written, well-directed, and well-presented movies I've seen in the last few years because of how it portrays the world that they put you in. And it forces you to wait for exposition. It doesn't just blindly hand you a character like Juno and Inception that just spells out (laughs) everything. It is forcing you to be patient. And I think
0: that's... I'm making a note of that, by the way, for the end of the decade episode. Because Inception shouldn't have won.
1: Okay. You know... Juno. Shut up. Uh... (laughs) but this this is a uh, according to IMDB this is what i'm reading to not give too much away for those who haven't seen it uh in a dystopian near future single people according to the laws of the city are taken to the hotel where they're uh with excuse me where they are obliged to find a romantic partner in 45 days or are transformed into beasts and set off into the woods
0: So you guys can pretty much guess what Colin Farrell, he's our main character, what he picks. Um, I need to watch this movie again, Chris, as a single man. Last time I saw this, I was a married man. I am not anymore. So I really want to watch it under that prism. And uh, I think the best way to do that is to tell everyone it beat Captain America Civil War in the first round of movie Zaggots no yeah baby no I'm way feeling spicy right now oh
1: thank <laughs> goodness i'm
0: still riding the high from the witch making the finals
1: oh the lobster pulls the upset of the century two years ago villanova <laughs> and oh wow. beats out captain america civil war everyone Has...
0: everyone knows about captain america and like you said it's the airport scene and the rest of the movie is just planting seeds for what's to come it's fine um, I do like the twist, you know, with uh, Iron Man and the Winter Soldier and everything, but when the Winter Soldier movie itself was ten times better. Lobster, dude, let's give it some love. Let's not put it in a broiler yet.
1: This is the first time in Zagat history where a 16 seed has beaten a one seed.
0: Oh, baby. And like, it wasn't sure. even a fight, either. Nope.
1: <laughs> nope. Sorry, Captain America, but... Uh, I don't have a good enough pun to think of off the top of my head for this.
0: You're not terribly important to me. <laughs> I need the pack! You're not terribly important to me.
1: Yes, I'll you bad. do.
0: I'll, I'll invest. All okay. right! Okay, well, so you, we're you have to get a
1: mixer and all that oh,
0: stuff. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I'll let you do that. All <laughs> right! We're going down below to the number nine seed, The Nice Guy, starring Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling, versus number eight, Manchester by the Sea, the feel-good movie of 2016. Oh, Sorry, Casey. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> like it was it was clever when they used that as a marketing tool for Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. The feel-bad movie of Christmas or whatever yeah. it was. Oh, man. But when you know Manchester by the Sea, when you know, oh, my goodness, that is brutal.
0: I wasn't prepared for that movie. And, you know, I watched it in the thrust of Oscar season, you know, Casey Affleck getting all the momentum. I'm like, all right, I really need to watch this. And I really didn't know much about it. The movie's just freaking heartbreaking. And I was so depressed the whole time. right? <laughs> but this his performance is... Uh, just immaculate uh,
1: same with michelle williams oh
0: she, uh, th- they're seen together uh, uh, like I tw- cry every uh, time heartbreaking
1: okay so real quick this is going to be a derail speaking of heartbreaking and it. scenes together like that i'm playing rocket league downstairs last night and it's like ten thirty, and i go upstairs and michelle's there and then she pauses the movie that she's watching she goes this is depressing and I look, and I see Alan Alda and Adam Driver, and she's watching Marriage Story. She hadn't watched it yet. And then I'm like, yeah, I I tried to warn you that it's not, yay, a marriage story. It's like, oh, jeez, a marriage story. And the, I'm like, you don't have to pause it. I'll finish it. And she's like, I can't right now.
0: <laughs> i." I... You know, Marriage Story, and we will talk about it in 2019. Man, what a great year for movies. But back to 2016. Yeah, just Manchester by the Sea, man. I just, it's, I don't know. I'm trying not to, like, cry just thinking about it. It's just it's a horrible thing, and you know these horrible things like that happen in the world. And I know Casey Affleck definitely deserved that Best Actor win. Um, you know, outside problems notwithstanding – uh but let's talk about the nice guys uh shane black you're not a
1: big shane black fan. i know you're not but uh, i i enjoyed the nice guys up until like they get to that party
0: yeah it's a little weird
1: <laughs> then the third act it kind of just unravels itself and kind of falls apart to me um i didn't really care for it once once all the porn stuff got involved
0: Oh, that's, that's where my attention Of course beats. it is, you disgusting <laughs> freak. No. Um, look, I would have probably enjoyed The Nice Guys more if I hadn't seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Another oh, my Another Shane Black movie, but they're basically the same thing.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. so Yes, much so, I'm so glad you said that.
0: Yeah, so much so people call like The Nice Guys maybe a spiritual successor to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, but that movie did everything Nice Guys wanted to do but better. Yeah. Um, uh, Gosling and Russell Crowe are fantastic, but Kiss Kiss, Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer are hysterical.
1: Michelle Monaghan.
0: Oh, she's so great in that movie. Oh, yeah, she's great in that movie. Um, but no, <laughs> she's really good. Uh, the movie's really funny. The Nice Guys, fun movie, but in terms of just what it's impacted me more, Manchester by the Sea has to move on.
1: Oh, thank goodness. No upset here, and it wouldn't really have been even if yeah. Nice Guys did win because that was only number nine. Manchester by the sea moves on and will face the lobster. But before that, we have to have Denis Villeneuve against Taika Waititi. Oh. That means the number four seed, arrival against number thirteen, the hunt for wilder people.
0: Oh, I love the hunt for the wilder people, and this is where I get to ride my uh hipster Taika Waititi fandom. Um I mean we already did that for what you do in the shadow or what we do in the shadows. But this movie was even less seen and still has all the tropes, you know, everything that Taika does uh, in his movies, all the charm, the wit. Um, I remember it was because I saw this movie. We did an episode of The Remakers when we were remaking Back to the Future. And I wanted Taika to direct the remake because yes. of Hunt for the Wilder Wilderpeople. Um, Sam Neill coming back strong after talking to a velociraptor in his dreams.
1: <laughs> Alan.
0: Alan. Um, one of my favorite just rewatchable YouTube clips while I'm taking a poo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's great in this movie. It's really fun. But Arrival. Denis. <sighs> Again. What a uh, decade for this guy.
1: Uh, Arrival is, my goodness, what a freaking movie. In terms of accessibility, yes, Hunt for Wilder People is much lower on the list than other of Tyga's movies. Uh, but Arrival, I think, um, helped propel Villeneuve into the higher stratosphere, especially with notoriety uh, and being a household name, or at least the guy that made that movie. Uh, because prior to this, you know, Prisoners was, was good, didn't earn as much as this, didn't have the marketing like this did, wasn't nominated for Best Picture, which this was. Uh, so many elements of Arrival, who just outweighed his previous movies that that brought him into the uh out of the shadows mm. you know
0: I, I, is that a reach right there what we do in the shadows Tyka? out of the shadows
1: maybe, <laughs> maybe.
0: <gasps> um dude arrival's great Amy Adams is fantastic what's happening i have oh she has that woman in the window coming out this year, yeah. Ugh. i'm curious oh i'll see it we'll see um but no she was fantastic in this great supporting cast with renner whitaker um i mean it's the obvious choice man as much as i love the charm of hunt for the wilder people arrival arrival, oh, arrival.
1: thank you so much arrival You're moves welcome. on beating out uh hunt for the wilder People. Now we have, go ahead, take it, my friend.
0: We have the number 12 seed, Don't Breathe, versus number five, Dr. Strange. I think these are pulled right from my list. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Oh, God. I'm looking at the feed right now from Skype. Chris, are you not breathing? Mm I mean, that's how I felt for a majority of that movie. Uh, Very underrated, taut thriller. Would you consider it a horror movie? He's still holding his breath. Yes, Marcus, I would consider it a horror movie. Um, Especially toward the end of the third act. He's still going, oh!
1: My mustache started tickling under my nose.
0: You wouldn't be stealing any key cards from uh, uh, underwater safe terminal? What was that, Mission Impossible? I forget. No, nope. Don't breathe. Dude, what a crazy movie.
1: I love it. Dude, that took such a weird direction that I was not expecting. Didn't it, though? <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, whoa.
0: Oh, that turkey baster. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, there's a third act twist, you zags. So I mean, Chris kind of hinted at it. I'm in. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was
1: so in. I so enjoyed it. They're making a sequel. Stephen Lang is back. I am. Cannot wait! There were so many surprises in this movie that I was not expecting. That legitimately, I I was uh, I, I loved it so much. But I loved Doctor Strange. It's in what? my top five. It's in my top five of MCU movies.
0: Did I just hear you say you love an MCU movie? That
1: is correct. Oh. There's not many of them because most of them are garbage.
0: <laughs> I am aghast right now. I am flabbergasted
1: but don't breathe took me on an adventure that i wasn't expecting that i enjoyed more than doctor strange
0: really because
1: as I- as okay. well as if i if i may it seems one of the things that i think the mcu suffers from okay you can't you can't say this about endgame obviously but well maybe a little bit but it is always just setting up the next movie and even Doctor Strange was just felt like they always feel like just a bridge.
0: I definitely feel like Doctor Strange, though, uh, elevates itself from the other Marvel movies. I think it was one of the first Marvel movies to have a really memorable score. Uh, the music in that movie is fantastic. The visuals are better than Inception, um, even though they copied Inception, let's be honest. Um, and it's six years later. <laughs> I, I really like Benedict Cumberbatch's performance. What do you think of a Joaquin Phoenix, Doctor Strange? Because that was a thing for a minute. I hate it. Yeah, me too.
1: I hate that idea. I, I think just, no. Got milk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I,
0: you want to talk about artificial insemination.
1: Oh, geez. Uh, um, don't breathe. In In the grand scheme of things... I, I guess both these movies They're not terribly important to me. <laughs> so I really don't care which one moves on.
0: Let's put let's put Don't Breathe through, baby. Let's do some horror versus some uh cerebral sci fi next round. Let's let's I'm let down. Don't Breathe have its moment. Let's do it. Doctor Strange, he got he got the one gif. I love doing that. <laughs> Alright. <laughs>
1: so now we are on the right side of the bracket. We have the number two seed, La La Land against mm-hmm. number 15 Everybody Wants Some.
0: Yeah! Everybody Wants Some! A great underseen Richard Linklater film. This is a movie Everybody Wants Some is just a movie. You're hanging out with the guys. You're busting each other's chops. I loved it. I, I was enamored by it. Uh, Zoe Deutsch is phenomenal in it. She's she looks great. She uh, has a really good heartfelt performance. And we got a lot of future Hollywood hitter, heavy hitters in here. Glenn Powell, who will be seen next this summer in Top Gun. Um, I really enjoyed everybody watch watched some of the great soundtrack. Chris, you're just kind of just standing there. Not, not a big fan?
1: What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. <sighs> At no point... In your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I hated this movie. <laughs> I award you no points. I <laughs> <Thank laughs> God have mercy on your soul. You Link hated Lader, it. Linklater is one of the most overrated directors working today, and he's only made two good movies, and that's *School of Rock* and *Bernie*. *Boyhood*. No!
0: Oi! Oi! Daisy Confused!
1: No! You mean American Graffiti Wannabe?
0: Okay, uh, fair enough. Touche. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's all everybody Touché. wants some is it's just a spiritual sequel. It
0: is. It's and fun, though.
1: La La Land took risks, especially with the ending. Uh, it is just a delightful movie. It has to
0: be La La Land. It has to be La La Land. Maybe if you didn't lean oh over to gosh. insult me, you would have let me. Uh, I had to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number 10, Nocturnal Animals against, my goodness, number seven, Sing Street.
0: I am ready to die on a mother effin' hill for Sing Street. There's no way Nocturnal Animals of all freaking movies is going to beat this one. No. 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 Go, or no? Hold on. Oh wait, hold on. Uh, Chris, may I? Uh, Sing Street. Sing Street is one of the greatest coming of age stories ever made. It is full of charm. The original songs in the movie are fantastic, and we will talk about that versus La La Land. He's crying. We will talk about that versus La La Land next round because it will move I on.
1: hate <laughs> so much about the things that you choose to be.
0: Oh my gosh, that was good. <laughs> it was uh. not. It was not. It was robbed of an Oscar for best original song. Don't do put nocturnal animals in the bracket. God, I wish you guys could see. Chris messing with the brackets, <laughs> crap. Nocturnal animals, but <gasps> okay. G- give it its due.
1: Nocturnal animals was on my list because that, similar to Don't Breathe, was something I did not expect. Because you see the trailer and you're like, "Wow, that looks dark. That looks disturbing." You watch the movie, the opening, very dark, very disturbing. If you remember exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. But the the thing that I appreciated so much about Nocturnal Animals was the way Tom Ford was able. To not trick you, but make you feel so much empathy for the characters that are in the story that she's reading, despite you knowing it's just a story.
0: Right. Does that make sense? It does make sense. So, uh, and *Animals* is a good movie, but it's
1: a great movie. Uh, *Sing Street* uh, is catchy. It's 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 so good. It has to move on.
0: It's an actual feel-good movie, unlike uh, its counterpart on the other side, Manchester by the Sea. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Sing Street moves through, beating Nocturnal Animals. Oh, I love Sing Street. So let's move down below where we have the number three seed. Oh, boy. Deadpool versus number 14, a movie that's always at the top of my Netflix list no matter what genre's there. Hush.
1: Because it's great. Mike Flanagan, before... Uh, Haunting of Hill House before Doctor Sleep. I absolutely loved this movie. Uh, it 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 was so so different because you know I I'll go up to my parents' cabin right in Pine Strawberry area and it's not secluded like this was, but I always think, man, what would I do if somebody started effing around with me and like you're next? strangers, hush kind of way. Hush takes it to a whole new level because it puts you in the place of a deaf woman who's being, for no apparent reason, uh, this guy is trying to just toy with her and kill her. Right? Yeah. And it's it's great. And then when she's able to speak to herself, you get to see that, what she's thinking in her head. It, I, I loved it.
0: The Flanagan, I and like I haven't seen Haunting on Hill House, but uh, I it's on my list. Like I, I'm oh, dying to man. watch it. I just Get I haven't. On it. Man, I haven't. I don't think I've watched a TV show since um, Game of Thrones ended. Oh, I take that back. I've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, but oh, uh, <laughs> best show ever. Yes, uh, but yeah, Doctor Sleep. Yeah, Hush was fantastic. Would you put it over Deadpool? Everyone listening to this podcast has probably seen Deadpool
1: yeah uh i would now the reason i would put it over deadpool is that i didn't think deadpool did anything anything that was that groundbreaking and if i can be honest ryan reynolds is van wilder in every movie <laughs> yeah. that he's in get out of my head that's what he
0: i is, was gonna say it's He is the character.
1: most one noted actor you watch the trailer for free guy or whatever it's called and the way he just rises up and you know does his little head bob and gets his clothes it's annoying how he has no depth to him but then you watch a movie like buried and you're like okay he can act can we get more of this and less r.i.p.d
0: because oh, i didn't even see r.i.p.d what <laughs> i didn't even watch that one.
1: Oh, i screened it i mean i got paid to watch it I mean, so.
0: yeah like ryan reynolds you know he does have the spurts like buried um you know, Things like that. I love them in Detective Pikachu. Uh, but yes. Because it
1: was Van Wilder again. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, but you, you're you correct. For the most part, yes. It is the same thing. I like uh, Hush is very original. I love that concept. Dude, I'm feeling another upset. We are loving horror tonight. Where are my horror yes. fans at? Come to Movie Zagats. We love yes. horror movies. Good horror movies.
1: <laughs> Hush moves on with quite the upset to defeat out the number 3 seed Deadpool and will face either number 11 Midnight Special or number 6 Green Room.
0: Oh man, we got another horror movie and then we I a- will
1: die fighting you for Green Room.
0: You don't have to die, man. Let me pick you up. Let's let's fight together. Midnight Special was uh really fun. Uh, Adam Driver, um Michael Shannon but you when know, I say fun, it's also kind of forgettable. It, yeah. I, I, when we brought this up, I was just like, mm, I'm really trying to really remember what exactly the movie was about. You no, know, the kid had powers, and uh, I, I'm blanking on the actor's name. He's really good, but he's an It, uh, Knives Out, um, God, whatever. I'm D B. It, but Green Room, dude, your boy Patrick Stewart. Oh. Uh, Patrick Stewart, the man behind my favorite guest star appearance of all time in Ricky Gervais's Extras, when he's playing himself as a uh, sex fiend, is finished. Oh, gee yeah. uh, I got to send you that clip. But, dude, Green Rune, I, I, that was a movie I walked in. I, I had no idea what it was about. I think I, I, I watched it um, at work because I didn't want to get stuck in traffic, and it was the only thing that was playing. So I was like, oh, I could be stuck in traffic for two hours. Or I can just watch this and then drive home oh boy <laughs> wise decision yes
1: green room i was building a website for a previous work and so when i'm building it you know i'm just staring at a screen and i had watched it the night before it just come out on digital i'm like i'm just gonna buy it because so many people i like on you know youtube and twitter had recommended it i didn't get to see it i'm just gonna buy it watched it blew me away right I spent three days straight building this website, 10-hour days. I watched it on repeat, just on the side screen, and could not get enough of this movie. (laughs) And then, yeah, it's so good. Green Room moves on, beating out Midnight Special, uh, and we'll face Hush in the following round. But...
0: Holy crap! Okay, guys, go ahead. Go ahead, but... uh, No, no, go ahead. I'm just, all right, so I'm looking at the bracket, so we're done with our first round, you zags. And I think this might be for the first time in Movies Act history, Chris. If we look at each of the next four matchups, they're like comparable movies in their genres. Yeah. That's nuts. Very much so. All right. That, 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 that's the way the bracket falls. All right. Let's move to the next round.
1: I never even did the first one.
0: No, but you didn't.
1: we can. Round
0: two, fight. Well, you don't need to do round one because we have the battle begins <laughs> i'm getting better at that all right so we go to our uh, first matchup of the quarterfinals we have the number 16, 16 seed the lobster versus the number eight seed manchester by the sea I don't, I don't want to throw out oscar Beatty for these i mean it's what they both are but they're actually really really well made and good movies chris what are you going with
1: i'm going the lobster
0: I'm because I the, think it's... I, I'm going to Lobster too. Yes! <laughs> I love Colin Farrell. I think Colin Farrell is the best actor working today that is just unfortunate that all the movies he stars in are bombs. Have you noticed that?
1: Yeah.
0: He's a really good... And it's not his fault. He is a great actor in everything. Everything I've seen him in. He's like the anti-Ryan Reynolds, you know? <laughs> He's the antithesis.
1: Well, and it's not like... Uh... Jason Swartzman, who's just box office poison. (laughs) He's actually in good movies. Colin Farrell is. Uh, Lobster moves on, beating out Manchester by the sea. Uh, And this upset is going, wow. Uh, So now we have Arrival against Don't Breathe.
0: So we got uh, two genre movies uh, going up against each other.
1: One took its last
0: breath, though. And one will arrive. Into the semi-finals. Hey, we did it. That's a double one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I
1: do. <laughs> oh, no. Low battery.
0: <laughs>
1: there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. So. That was easy. Arrival moves on, beating out, don't breathe. And now we move to the right side of the bracket, where we have La La Land against Sing Street.
0: Two musicals. One about Hollywood, romance. The other about Ireland and romance. It has to be Sing Street for me. I love everything there is about Sing Street. I love the songs. The songs beat all La La Land songs. Drive It Like You Stole It is better than any song La La Land could put out there. And here's the thing about La La Land. I I feel like, I, like why I love Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone... I don't feel like they're the best singers. Is that an intentional thing in the movie? Am I overthinking that?
1: Uh, I don't know. I I enjoy the movie, obviously.
0: I enjoyed it, too. I really like La La Land. But it's not better than Sing Street. Sing Street uh, left me wanting to just dance up and down the uh, the street singing. While La La Land, well, a very, very good ending. One of my favorite endings of the decade, actually. Um Sing Street also has a really good ending. It's very uplifting. While La, La Land's very somber, very melancholy, very nostalgic. But the way Sing Street makes me feel from the whole duration, just it gets the coming of age stuff right. It gets the friendships right. It gets the romance right. It gets um, the dissolution of a family right and the start of a new one. The, the storytelling is fantastic. John Carney does such a great job forging this story and putting you in this whole world. We've seen Hollywood. We've seen Hollywood tons of times. We never really get the nitty gritty of Ireland seen through, you know, the eyes of a teenager like this. Um, set in the eighties, which is one of my favorite decades for music. So all, all the different influences that the kids get, you know, and it's also really fun because the kids are like smoking cigarettes and you know, <laughs> hiding it from their parents. And I, I, I just think it's a very edgy movie, but at the same time, very safe and very warm. Um, but tell me why La La Land's better.
1: Well, see, when you started talking about how great that John Carney did, I thought you were talking about Once. Because Once that is movie. so much better than Sing Street.
0: Uh, I want to go but that far.
1: La La Land, I think, was fantastic because it's not just a romance movie. It's not just a rom-com. The, everything about that movie, once it gets to the climax and the end, is totally worth it. It pays off. The fact that they – spoiler – Okay, the fact that they do not end up together is one of the greatest cinematic decisions for an Absolutely. ending, for any sort of romance movie ever. Uh, I think this one is more enjoyable because it's got uh, a more whimsical attitude and tone.
0: If it forgets than... it's a musical two thirds of the way through. It goes for like a thirty minute stretch with no songs.
1: Why? Why does it have to be? Why does it have to have stretches and stretches of? tons of music why can't it take a break from itself
0: because the break is not riveting it's just them kind of like drifting apart and it, it hits the same notes so to speak uh for about a good 20 minutes or so and the the songs aren't really that memorable except for oh, the opener so the are. opener is fantastic and oh like my Gosling goodness. and Stone aren't even in it I,
1: I think that's why I like it so much is that it does take a break from the music because it is it is showing the break that they're taking and it's also taking a break from music as at the same time. You're not you sway-
0: to- you're not swaying me on this one. Sing Street's one of my favorite movies of the decade.
1: Well then I am gonna have to call someone here and uh, let's see what happens.
0: We are phoning a zag. they answer and they better what up dude hey man
1: how are you good how are you good you are on movie zaggats we need your help i'm down what is the better movie and deserves to move on is it sing street or la la land
0: what was the first
1: one sing street
0: sing street Hmm. nah la la land he doesn't. Even, he, whoever you're calling hasn't even seen Give me Sing a Street. Hard one next
1: time. <laughs> uh, do you? Okay. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it.
0: No problem. Back to my shower, baby. But <laughs> he was taking a shower. I was going to make that joke. Uh. <laughs> Who was that? They have not seen Sing Street. This is the most (laughs) Belichickian thing I've ever seen in the history of movie sagging.
1: Oh, my goodness. That was my cousin, Aaron. What?
0: (laughs) This is the greatest heist in the history of this podcast.
1: Oh, good for you.
0: (laughs) Yes. When did I post that? Oh, it was the Oscars one? <laughs> you were like, oh, I got 15 out of 16 right or something. I'm just like, oh. Andrew.
1: Good for you.
0: Hello. Oh. La La Land moves on. Begrudgingly, I am not. Uh, uh, I am upset. I am not pleased. <laughs> Jesus, <Jeez>, now you're <he's laughs> pouring salt in the wound. Yep. You zags. He wrote Shit Street.
1: Yep. I like that movie. I do, but I enjoy La La Land way more.
0: I'm about to force a tiebreaker for the rest of uh, this episode. (laughs) I hate you so much.
1: (laughs) All right. I'm sorry, man.
0: Let's go go to the (laughs) next one. Hush. Green Room. Go.
1: All right. Hush versus Green Room, as he said. What are you thinking?
0: What do you want to move through? (laughs) Green Room? Okay, cool. All right. Move it on through. (laughs) Just put it on. Alright, cool. Green Room. Green Room advances to the semifinals. We'll face La Land. Very cool. Alright, cool air movies Let's go to let's go to the semis.
1: We'll do it live.
0: We'll do it live. Alright it will do it Two, live. Three, fight. Oh Alright, I'm done.
1: I'm you ready? ready? You ready to be a big boy now?
0: I'm ready to put my big boy pants on. Yeah. on my big boy pants. A lion <laughs>
1: coming up against a <laughs> tuna? A 200-pound
0: tuna? You lose that battle. You lose that you battle.
1: You lose that battle nine, nine time times time. out of ten. Okay. Bye, Sheila.
0: Okay. Right, Alan, go inside. Bye, Sheila. All right. Wow, <laughs> other guys. How did that happen? All right. We are in the semifinals. where We have the number 16 seed, the, the Cinderella story of the lobster versus the number four seed. Arrival.
1: This is where the lobster is served.
0: <laughs> With some butter. Yes. Mm. A little, mm. Deliciously. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree. The lobster, a very fun, quirky, uh, underrated movie. Arrival, dude, is fantastic. It was nominated for Best Picture for a reason. Everything about the movie is almost perfect. It has to go through to the finals.
1: Arrival moves on beating out Lobster uh, and will face either La La Land or Green Room.
0: All right, Chris, your movies, your movies are making it.
1: Okay. You want to know the best part about this?
0: No, but tell me.
1: I would rather have Green Room move on past La La Land. I know you
0: would. (laughs) (laughs) I know you would. I I will go for La La Land. I wanted to fight for my beloved Sing Street, and you call some guy who's probably only watched like the first 10 minutes of La La Land, and that's it. Um, No, he's a movie fiend. He's a movie fiend. Oh, I got something you can fiend on. Uh, La La Land, for everything, while I was going for Sing Street, La La Land is a superior film. and. You ready for the hottest of the hot take? Well, I guess not hot in terms of movies. Agates because the best picture winner Moonlight didn't make either of our lists
1: because it's not good.
0: It's a good movie. It is not the best picture of the year, and it, I think it was a movie that came out at, you know at the right time. Um, just in terms of the award season, a lot of the land should have won. It's a more memorable movie. Um, it has so much to say for all the things you said last round. Um, how it's you know it's a traditional Hollywood musical, but then it's not because of how it ends. Green Room's a fun romp, but dude, we've we've given our love to superior horror films uh, this decade so far. Lala La Land has to move on.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll go with you.
0: Yay!
1: La, La Land beats out Green Room. Unfortunate, but it will be facing a rival in the end battle. Let the final battle begin.
0: Begin, begin. Do it. Yeah, did you like that video? I sent it to you. (laughs) Do it. 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 it. it.
1: Michelle walks in. She's like, "What are you watching?" (laughs) Like, oh, something Marcus sent. And then the best part is
0: when uh, Palpatine says, "Do it." It's just the lightsaber (laughs) noise. (laughs) I
1: didn't even make it that far. You didn't make it that far. Yeah, it it, it, it is a tough watch. (laughs) <laughs> All right,
0: so the finals we have Arrival versus La La Land. Two great directors. Um,
1: one superior.
0: One is a superior director, yes. One with didn't, a superior movie. One didn't make First Man. Um, well, well, you said superior movie, huh? You're going with Arrival?
1: 100%. Let me tell you uh, Arrival's. All right, go, go, no, go. You're gonna, no, he's going to agree. You Maybe. you're about to agree yes you, you yeah. know the <laughs> shtick you know the shtick
0: I was just going to say you're going to say that the best movie of 2016 Movies get Certified is Arrival, Arrival.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: yeah I got to come up with new swerves for you now you're, you're getting you're getting the hang of me I know <laughs> you're going to agree with me <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry man uh wow what a uh what a bracket this is another 45 ish 40 minute episode not bad. Uh, not bad but arrival and la, la land will be back to to play in the mega bracket of the decade
0: the megazode
1: and this the next three brackets i think are going to be
0: tough Oh, dude. Just wait till we get to 2019. Not only do we have the recency bias with it, but it's yep. it's probably the best movie year we've had in a long time.
1: Except for 2010. You know, Inception.
0: <sighs> you, you, you're it on Inception at the beginning. I, I wrote it down. I, I'm coming, that note's staying in my office. I'm coming back for that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, you Zags, catch us uh, next time where we talk about the best movies of 2017. In the meantime, hit us up on Twitter if you agree that Sing Street is the best movie of uh, 2016. Let us know. Hit me up on Twitter and Letterboxd at Marcus. Chris, where can they find you?
1: Find me uh, all across the board at ZimabimBim. And here you can also text us or you can call and leave a voicemail and you might make it into the show.
0: I would love to you, hear that.
1: Yeah, So would I. I really would. You can call uh, 323-553-7731. Leave us a voicemail or text us. We'll read off the text or we'll play your voicemail sharing how wrong Marcus was to fight for Sing Street. And, uh, you know, we can discuss that. You can share your thoughts on Arrival, the lobster beating out Captain America Civil War. And the biggest upset that that we've had, I think, uh, to date for Zagat history.
0: This was a big one.
1: This was a big one. So.
0: All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Please uh, tell two friends to tell two friends. And until next time, later, you Zags.